welcome back to Two Blondes, One Pod. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Haley. Thanks so much for being here and for listening. Um, I feel like I have to make a disclaimer just like off the bat. Well, not even like a disclaimer. I don't know. I just feel like the last episode, I was really low energy. Really? Yes. And I maybe this is why I feel like it's like a disclaimer. Haley and I have to record at like obnoxious hours in the evening. Yeah. What time is it? 11? Literally, at night yeah <laughs> 11 o'clock at night and um that's like the only time we can get together without screaming kids and so anyway I feel like the last episode I was listening back to it and I was just like wow I'm really low energy so I actually feel like the last episode was like your best work so I don't know oh. why you think that I don't know I was just listening back to it and I was like wow how boring no but, you masked it well okay yeah, yeah I'm gonna try to be like better energy tonight I had Haley bring me a diet Dr. Pepper so we're ready oh, to yeah. go yeah 32 ounce <laughs> yeah <laughs> 32 already drank the whole thing <laughs> okay uh do you have any weekly updates how was your week my week was good yeah I don't have any like major updates this week um Vince and I I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but we've been like trying to go on more dates and stuff, um, especially because this year we have a lot of military trainings and things and he's going to be gone a lot. So I just, we've been trying to date each other more frequently, but on Valentine's day, we actually did, um, something kind of fun. We just did a date night in and don't knock it till you try it. We love our date nights in actually. And normally we do like a charcuterie board because we both love to do charcuterie boards. And so we did that. And then we actually watched the new Hunger Games movie because both of us read the book. Um, we did. Yeah, we read it together um, or like at the same time back in like November or something right before the movie came out. And then we just like haven't gone around to seeing the movie. So we watched the movie and we liked it. The book was better. Okay. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like our, I don't think it was our favorite movie, but okay. It was still I, fun. Two, two thoughts right off the bat. Okay. Um, I love that Vince loves a charcuterie board. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I love that about him. David hates charcuterie boards. Really? They're like the dumbest thing. Really? Mm-hmm. What is there not to like about them? We do like a I lot agree. of meats and cheeses mm-hmm. and Vince and I both like olives too. So we do a lot of olives and stuff, but mm-hmm. we do like... We do like whipped honey. We'll do like different like jams with the cheeses. Like we go all out. It's yeah. Fun. I love a charcuterie board, but David's like, those are so dumb. Okay. Well, David, you haven't tried one of mine. So yeah, we're coming over. Yeah. Come over for a date night in. That'd actually be really fun. Yeah. I love a date night in. Yeah. I'm not knocking it till I, I guess, try it. I love it. I was going to say, um, I guess that wouldn't be a, really a date night in for you guys. Maybe we'll come here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. Either way. <laughs> But then also I was going to say, uh, we really need to see the new Hunger Games movie. You guys haven't seen it yet either? No. My sisters, they went to see it in theaters like six times. They were obsessed with it. Oh, really? And David, I, I like the Hunger Games. David is like, he loves it. Yeah. He, I think he also just like likes to look at Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, yeah. So I wouldn't. Yeah. David likes Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. But, um, anyway, That's funny. Not that she's in the new one or anything, but yeah. we need to see the new one because I heard it's real good. I think it's definitely worth the watch I think because we read the book you always have this kind of like I don't know just this kind of like I don't know if stigma is the right word but like going into the movie if you've like read the book you know Mm -hmm. but honestly I mean cinematically it was awesome the acting was awesome so the music was really good yeah so 
yeah, I need to see it. What about you? Weekly update? Um, the only interesting thing that happened to me this week, well, not even to me, um, but David interviewed for a really like big, important job. This is actually like his dream job that we've yeah. been. I say we, really he's been working towards it. Uh, no, it's a we. <laughs> it's definitely a we. You know what? It is. It's a little bit of a we. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've had to sacrifice and support a lot for this job. Yeah. Um, it's a military job. Um, but basically like all of his trainings and everything has like kind of led up to this. But anyway, he got that job. So we just yeah. found out, um, when did we find out? Like last know. Friday? Yeah. A few days ago. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know what date is today. Chelsea can't okay, be asking yeah, me these things. <laughs> me either. Um, but yeah, we just found out a few days ago and yeah, it's so amazing. We're Vince and I are so happy for you guys. Yeah, thank you. We're really excited. Yeah, that's but awesome. that's like my only weekly update. That's a big one. That's so good. Yeah, you know me, the boring days. No, stop it. Some months and years. So. <laughs> that's what I've got. What about pop culture this week? Okay, I have only one thing written down, and it's the only thing I want to talk about. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so don't bring any ideas to the table. Yeah, um, me just being shut down immediately. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, the only thing I have written down is Love is Blind season six. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh my gosh. I just finished, um, what, they have six episodes on yeah. Netflix right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just finished the last episode, like right before you came over. Well, yeah, I actually made Chelsea watch like the preview for the next few episodes with me at the end because we knew we'd crazy. be talking about this. Yeah, it, it's 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 a good one. I really yeah. like didn't love the last couple seasons, you know, and me so either. this one has been so good though. Like I really enjoyed it, and yeah, yeah, they casted it well. Yes, the last season was awful. This season is so good. Okay, I feel like. I don't know. We have to talk about all the couples, but who are like, who's like your favorite female and your favorite male from the season so far? Um, like favorite female of, I'm assuming the couples that are established. Yeah. Um, I would say my favorite female is the one that's in the Christian couple. What is her name? (laughs) She has like long brown hair and his name is like Darren. Or what? Daryl, what's his name? Am I like so? <laughs> I'm like, which one's the Christian couple? Really, we're not watching the right season. He's the principal of the school. Okay, his name's Ken. His name is Ken. And her name, and I just is... called him Daryl. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I think her name is Brittany. Okay, she's very cute. I really like her. I just feel like she's so genuine, and I feel like. I don't know, just from like, I just feel like she stayed very true to herself and what she wanted. And she actually like found Mm -hmm. what she wanted, which is really cool. So I really like her. Yeah. She's not like the best TV, you know, but I really like her. Yeah. The like real good, like genuine ones are never the best TV. No, they're not. (laughs) And honestly, I don't really like any of the men. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The men are the worst. Actually, yeah. I, I actually like Ken. Like I think Is that really his name, Chelsea? Yeah. Well, maybe it's like Kenneth and I'm calling him. Oh I don't know, gosh. but I'm pretty Daryl, sure. Daryl, yeah. Kenneth, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. Um, wow. But yeah, I think Ken, I actually okay. really like him. Yeah. He seems really He's nice sweet. too. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that one guy. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Isn't it Johnny? Johnny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Johnny he's like 
I don't know. Him and what's the girl he's with or who's <laughs> sorry. Who is the girl that he's with? Not what? Seriously, you would think that Amy. I would Amy, yes. Yep. Yeah. Amy. They're like just gonna get married. Yeah, I think they're perfect for each other. Yeah. They're not very good TV either. No. They're just happy and in love. But yeah. they're the ones that are gonna like go all the way to the end and just get married and yeah. that will be that. Yeah, I think so too. I wanna say that also with um Ken and Brittany. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised when um he was talking at like the beach scene um to With AD. AD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he I don't know, just seemed kind of unsure. I was kind of thrown off by that because I thought they were just like perfect and happy, but Yeah, I feel like AD brought up some concerns and I mean they're valid like yeah. concerns, you know. And so I feel like maybe that kind of planted a seed of doubt in his mind because they are kind of living in like a bubble right mm-hmm. now, you know, and like obviously when he gets out into like his real life, like he has his family and his culture and his job and like all these things that like make up the entirety of his life that she has not yet experienced. And so maybe he was kind of like oh, like how will this be received? Or, you know, like I want to make sure that I'm like staying true to myself, but also I'm in love with this person. So I think, yeah, I was a little surprised by his response too. I thought he would very much be like, oh no, like she's amazing. It's great. Like it's going to be great. But Mm -hmm. you could tell that it like kind of got his wheels spinning a little bit. Yeah. 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 And that's what I was going to say too, is like everything seems so good, obviously when they're in the pods and then they see each other and everything changes and then they always meet together with the couples and that's always like the worst it's my favorite part though (laughs) yeah it's it's always really interesting but then they go home and everything changes yeah again so I just feel like love is blind is like it just changes like every episode yeah but I feel bad for them they're being put through the ringer okay but David and I always talk about this. I feel like Love is Blind is actually some of like the best reality TV there is. Like the concept of that show is so good. Yeah. But the people that choose to go on that show, I'm sorry if this is mean, but they just seem really desperate. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, like it's four weeks till you're like getting married. I know. They're just like like, really interesting people. Yeah. I feel like it takes a really interesting person to go on that show. The ones that are there actually for that purpose, I would agree. I think the rest of them are just there for the Instagram followers. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) The career on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have to talk about like the more interesting couples. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with, um, let's start with Clay and A.D., Okay. Give me thoughts. I mean, Clay is just not ready for anything serious, honestly. He scares me. Oh, he's so scary. He's a walking red flag. Yeah. Yeah. He is so scary. Okay, but AD was like gonna be with Matthew, the serial killer. (laughs) He... He's oh my so gosh. scary. He is so scary. <laughs> the fact that he just would stand up and walk <laughs> out of dates before even like they could answer his questions. Like he just would stand up and walk out. I know. I cannot with him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm like going to therapy because that's like what people do these days. And I'm like, are you actually committing yourself to therapy? Because you need to. No, you is, are scary. Yeah. He's a serial killer. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so she, anyway, and then Clay was also scaring me in yeah. different ways. Yeah. And I was just telling David while we were watching it, I was just like, 
why is she choosing between the two worst guys that yeah. she can possibly find in there? Yeah. Clay's reaction to her saying that Matthew was her other connection was pretty funny though. Him crying. <laughs> so sad. So sad He's that like, Matthew how? was his competition. <laughs> and he was about to get like not chosen mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. But yeah, I don't see them as like end game. I think they look cute together. You know, like they're a pretty couple, but like he is just not ready. And she, she like really surprised me on when all the couples met up, like her and Jimmy's like interaction with each other. I was not surprised that Jimmy was like flirting with her because he's just a douchebag. Um, but I was actually surprised that she reciprocated it. Yeah. And like, I understand there's like alcohol involved and whatever, but I'm just like, girl, like that did not look good. No, she's a flirt and yeah, nothing was more awkward for me to watch than her and Clay seeing each other for the first time and her just like showing off her body to him. Oh yeah, that was, (laughs) that was bad. It was a lot for my brain to handle. Yeah. It's just kind of like... She does have a hot bod, though. Oh, she does. But it's like, okay, the whole purpose of this was to, like, fall in love sight unseen. And it's like the first thing you're doing is like... I don't know. I just, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. She is stacked, though. Um, She is stacked. As everyone said on that episode, she be stacked. (laughs) Yeah. And she she knows it because she works hard for it. She does. I'm like, yeah, I can't knock her for that. Yeah. But the other thing that Jimmy did that bothered me in that interaction was he went around betting that his connection was better than everyone else's. And it's like, homie, if you have to do that... If you are like having to shout from the rooftops that your love connection or your love is so great and so wonderful, it's probably not that great. It, yeah, it's the overcompensation of it all. Yes. Okay, yeah, we have to just get into Jimmy yeah. and Chelsea. Okay, let's start there. Then. And Jessica. Yeah. There's just so much to talk about. Like, yeah. I told Haley, I was texting her today. I was like, you've watched Love is Blind, right? And she, because I have so many thoughts. Yeah. Just like racing through my brain. I need to word vomit. Yes. Well, what so. better place to do that than our pop culture update? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry for anyone who has to listen to me. But okay, I don't even, I like, I don't even know where to start. There's just so much. I'm just, I was so completely shocked that Jimmy and Jessica did not end up together and that Chelsea and Trevor did not end up together. Yeah. I was shocked yeah I was when again when David and I were watching together I was telling him I was like wow like there's gonna be so many couples this season and like strong ones yeah I was I just could not believe it and um I was saying that like because um Chelsea had to choose between Trevor and Jimmy yeah I felt like she had a way stronger connection to Trevor yeah And they just, I don't know. They just made like so much more sense in my brain. They just fit so well together. Yeah. They're like that quirky, cute, like, I don't know. They just had that vibe. Yeah. But then I think that once, I don't know. I just, I think she like actually does like Trevor more or did like him more. But I think like what got her to choose Jimmy was like the competitiveness of it all with Jessica. Yeah. And she was just like, 
okay, yeah, like I win. So I'm going to say yes to Jimmy. Well, and obviously Jessica is like stunning. You know, Chelsea's beautiful too. Absolutely stunning. But Jessica's that like girl that walks in and you're just like, ew, (laughs) like you are stunning. You know, and so it's like for her to like find out that Jimmy may be like choosing her over Jessica, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was like a huge ego boost, you know, Mm -hmm. because she can see Jessica, whereas Jimmy cannot. And I just think for her, she was like, well, yeah, like I'm going to run with that, you know, whereas like Trevor was kind of like the easier option too. I feel so bad for him. He's like so gold retriever vibes. I know. He's such a sweet soul. Yeah. So yeah, he's a good one. Yeah. I felt really bad for him, but we have to talk about, um, Chelsea, obviously, you know, being Megan Fox's twin. Yeah. Twin doppelganger. Doppelganger. Uh (laughs) We have to talk about it. When, I was just telling Haley this before we started. Um, When we were watching, we were kind of not um, paying very close attention when they were in the pods. And so they had mentioned that one of the girls had said that she looked like Megan Fox. And immediately when I saw Jessica, I was like, oh, it's that girl. And then come to find out, no, it was Chelsea. And I was shocked. You're like, what? I was like, she looks nothing like Megan Fox. Like I was so confused. But then today, this morning, I was on TikTok and um, it was like a picture of this girl's eyes. It was just like eyes and eyebrows. And it was like um, identify the celebrity by just their eyes. Yeah. And immediately I like my first reaction, I was like, oh, that's Megan Fox. Yeah. And then you scroll over and it like zooms out on the face a little bit more. Scroll over again a little bit more. And it was Chelsea's cast photo from love is blind. And so it was Chelsea. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I get it now. It's her eyes and her eyebrows. It's like the top half of her face really truly does look like Megan Fox. Like that was my first reaction, Yeah, but it is her jaw and her chin that really like changes everything. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just here to say that, you know, just looking at her, like your immediate reaction is not Megan Fox, but yeah. When I saw that photo, I genuinely thought it was like that was maybe, my first reaction. Maybe she got that um, comparison when it was like COVID and we were all wearing masks. Maybe, maybe that checks <laughs> you know? out. Yeah, that checks she's out. she's honestly handled it so well on social media, though. Like she's just kind of like made light of it, and mm-hmm. she she said something like, "Well, everyone who's ever compared me to Megan Fox, like, please come forward yeah. because like <laughs> I did not say this about myself. Like she's other funny. people did. Yeah, she's really funny, but." Yeah, I just, I cannot get the scene out of my head when they met each other, Jimmy and Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Or when they saw each other for the first time, I should say. I cannot get it out of my head. Like her running towards (laughs) him. The waddle was sending me. I'm like, why, why would you choose to do that? But but like, like, I also can't talk because that's so something I would do. (laughs) You just, you know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it was sending me, and then like his hug, and like I love when he broke, like what they say, like broke the fourth wall or whatever, and he like stared right into the camera, like, oh, this girl does not look like Megan Fox. Yeah, like it was so funny his reaction on his face, and it is sad. It's like it's like you said, like he's overcompensating. I just feel like it's always like oh, like looks don't matter, looks don't matter. Like I'll always say I love you, and. It's just kind of sad. Like that scene when um, they were at the beach and he was like complimenting AD like we were Uh talking about. It's like 
And then like the very last scene when Chelsea is crying to him and she's like, you know, like that made me uncomfortable. That made me sad. And you were complimenting her body. And it is sad because he doesn't sit and compliment her body or say anything like that. And then, sorry, I cannot stop talking. No. But when she asked him, what was your first, like, what was the first thing you noticed about me? His literal words, your big white square teeth. (laughs) Excuse me? That was so cringy. Here's the ring back. Yeah. My big square teeth. Yeah, like that's what you noticed. She was like, well, I noticed your eyes. That's a nice answer. I'm like, dude. But he could have done the easiest cop-out answer and just said, how beautiful you were. Yeah. Your beautiful hair. Even just like your smile. Like, why did he have to say? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he just like honestly I'm has, getting way too passionate over here. No, I mean this is I mean, we're in the thick of this season right now. It's very <laughs> passionate. I'm just like he just oh. honestly screams every red flag. He's just a very like just self-centered person and I just feel like he's trying to like be the good guy by like staying with her and making it seem like he's interested in her for sure when he's not and honestly he is not a pretty penny so get out no it's it's giving what are their names deep d and shake is it shake it's it's just giving that same energy where it's just like you know he's not attracted to her even though like he's not hot but then like you know at the end of their season he was, did he say yes to her? I can't remember, but Deep D was the one who was able to give like her big spiel about like, you have been so awful to me this entire time. And it was like, I'm going to tell you in front of all of your family. (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome. But it's just giving like the same vibe, you know? So anyway, I feel bad for Chelsea because she's, she's like a funny girl and no, she doesn't really look like Megan Fox. And that was kind of steering him in the wrong direction, but he's a loser. Yeah. He's such a loser and she's beautiful in her own way. And I, I really like her. So I hope she ends up with Trevor somehow. (laughs) Yeah. And then also I just have to say that I personally loved Jessica's like little, um, you know, just like telling Jimmy off at the end. Oh yeah. And she's like, you're going to choke when you see me. David was like, that is so ugly of her to say. Like she's ugly. Yeah. I was just like, no, like it's the best. (laughs) I was awesome. I had like mixed feelings about it because I'm definitely the type that I'm like, oh, I hate like. If if it comes across like bringing down someone else to like boost yourself up, I just think that's always like kind of like cringes me out, you know, especially women talking about women as we're sitting here roasting everyone. But I'm like, but I don't think she meant it necessarily just because of looks. Like I just think in general, she's like knows that their connection is stronger Mm -hmm. in general looks and otherwise, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think she actually said that like in an interview recently too. But anyway, Yeah, I had, like, mixed feelings towards it, but I do not think her and Jimmy would have, like, lasted either. Yeah. And so I'm just like, "Eh, it is what it is, but I really hope Chelsea and What's-His-Face get together, Trevor. Yeah. Okay, but what about Laura and, um, what's his name? Laura. Jeremy. And Jeremy. Yes. Okay. Because you don't like Jeremy, right? I'm so disgusted by him. Okay, tell me why. I cannot stand him. Really? He is giving... Boy who has never been noticed or talked to by a woman before. Yeah. And now he is in the pods 
Um, and he's all of a sudden gained this power because he has two women who want, you know, yeah. him to choose them. Right. And it's, it again, it's the overcompensation of it all. Oh yeah. My hands are huge. Oh, that was oh, so Oh, my gross. feet are huge. Stop it. Yeah. Disgusting. Stop it now. Yeah. I was, I am disgusted by him. I cannot stand him. He is literally giving boy that has never been noticed by a woman before, but now all of a sudden you think you have all this power Yeah, and you are so full of yourself for what? Yeah. (laughs) I can't stand him. Yeah. No, I didn't even actually, I like totally had forgotten about those comments, but they were so gross. I think I was just so surprised when he didn't choose Sarah that I was like, Mm -hmm. forgot about all that until the comments on the beach about like him touching freaking eighties boobs. Like, I don't know. I just was like, why are you like saying a joke that your partner said to you outing it in front of your friends? And then when she's like, it was a joke, it wasn't that serious. You're basically like throwing her under the bus. Yeah. Like I thought that was so weird. I think both of them are kind of weird. They're both kind of just like, I don't know when he was like blowing raspberries on her cheek and yeah. they're just kind of like weird, silly. I don't even yeah. know how to describe them. Yeah. They're not going to last. No, in my but opinion. I don't know. I don't have too many thoughts on, is her name Laura? Yeah. Laura. Yeah. Laura. But I absolutely cannot stand Jeremy. Yeah. He is my number one most hated. Yeah. On guy. That show. I don't know why. I don't know what it is exactly, but I cannot stand him. He triggers me so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand him. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, anyway. Um, is that all your love is blind chit chat? Yeah. We're going long. So I feel like I need to wrap up the love is blind talk, but I had a lot to say. No, I feel like we're in like the thick of it right now. It's a, They're about to release because do they do the two releases and then they release the reunion? I think they do like at least three releases. Okay. So maybe it's three releases. So I feel like we're like just in the thick of it. We're probably going to talk more love is blind. So if you're into that, you want to stay tuned. If not, you can always skip past to Um, our main topics. (laughs) Yeah. I should have said this at the beginning. (laughs) We're new to this. It's fine. We should have said spoiler alert at the beginning. No, it's fine. Skip past the love is blind talk. I did have one other pop culture. Um, And this is actually a little bit dated, but I saw that this was like on my list of things to watch and it was from last year. And I don't even know when it released last year, but it's another reality dating show and it's called The Farmer Wants a Wife. Never heard of it. Okay. It's good. It's good. It's on, well, I think Fox like produces it, but it's on Hulu. Okay. But it's basically these farmers and they're sent like all of these profiles of women that are interested in them. And then they (laughs) pick like eight and then they do like a speed dating thing with them. And then they pick five to come back to their farm to like live on the farm with them. And then they like choose their wife basically. (laughs) Okay. But it's a really, I really like it. Like, it's just, it's not as like, I don't know, down and dirty as like The Bachelorette or like (laughs) Love is Blind. Like, those are definitely more like dramatic and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I love a farmer. So maybe that's (laughs) why it was like cowboy vibes. But it's really good. So if you ever just need like another little reality TV show, dating show to watch, Uh, The Farmer Wants a Wife is a good one. Is there just one season? I think there's two. Okay. 
while I'll be watching that. Yeah, it's good. Because I do need something new to watch. So. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, great. Anyway. Okay, so today we are talking all about being a military wife. And we wanted to do this episode because I feel like both Chelsea and I get a lot of questions about being military wives and people are just really interested in what that's like. And I feel like I get a lot of questions, a lot of comments, and I don't know. So I thought that this would be just kind of a good way to address some of those. And so we came up with a few questions slash topics to talk about. And then we also had you guys submit questions. So we're going to jump into kind of ours first, and then we'll do the questions that you guys submitted through our Instagram. Um, so I can ask you the first question okay. that I have for you, Charles. Um, What was your first reaction to finding out that David was in the military? Okay, so I didn't like find out that David was in the military. When David and I met, he was not in the military. Yeah. Um, and he, I want to say brought it to my attention that he wanted to join the military like a month before we got engaged. Oh. And so I was really thrown for a loop (laughs) as you can imagine. Yeah. At first he said he wanted to join the Marines. Okay. And I said, no, I said, (laughs) I don't want to be married to a Marine. I didn't actually say no. I said, okay, like that's cool for you. If you want to do that, that's great. Um, that's not my path in life. So, uh, I won't be continuing seeing you. (laughs) And he was like, Oh, what? Um, I told him that I would maybe be open to the idea of him doing like army guard. Okay. Because I, I specifically did not want to be active duty. Yeah. And thinking back now, like before I had kids, I actually think like being active duty would have been like a fun thing to do and try. Yeah. Um, but anyway, at the time I just did not want to be active duty. Yeah. So he started to obviously look into it more and like looked for a recruiter and whatever. We actually, uh, went to the recruiter together Oh, and we made this decision together. Okay. Because again, we were wanting to get engaged. So yeah, we went to the recruiter together. I mean, that was nice of him to like include you in that and not be like, uh, this is what I'm doing. So like get on board or not. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, David, for including me in my future. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so we did that and then. Uh, we got engaged and I think it was like 10 days later, David enlisted wow. into the military. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. So it was really soon after we got engaged and then we got married and six weeks after we got married, David left to basic training and to AIT, which is advanced individual training. And that's where they go to learn like their jobs. So like what they're specifically going to be doing. So some people are like, drivers some people are cooks or mechanics so that type of thing yeah um and David was gone for five months I remember he left on my mom's birthday it was absolutely awful (laughs) and it was my first time being like I don't know it just really threw me for a loop yeah because we had no contact David did not have a phone 
And so we only could do like handwritten letters. It was just, it was just like such a crazy experience, but it really set me up for like what the rest of my future would look like because now we've done things like that so many times. Yeah. I was going to say you really jumped in with two feet there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So yeah, he was gone for five months, no contact, just handwritten letters. And, um, anyway, yeah, here we are now and we, we've added it up and we've spent like a third of our marriage apart from each other. That's about how much we've spent apart as well. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I feel like David and Vince have done like all the same trainings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I guess it checks out. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, yeah. What about your like family's reaction? I don't really remember, honestly. Yeah. I feel like my mom is like always nervous about any training David is doing. Yeah. She's like worried for you and for him and whatnot. I honestly like do not remember my family's reaction. I remember his family and his family still to this day is always like, thank you for not letting David join the Marines. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're grateful for our Marines out there, but it is a, no, they're great, but it's really, it's a really crazy. Yeah. It's a challenging lifestyle. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. What about you? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like I didn't have like any crazy first reaction. Like Vince joined, between his junior and senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So I like, I guess you could say knew what I was getting myself into, except people tell me that. And that's by the way, not a very like comforting thing to say to someone because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You just don't. Um, but anyway, I guess for lack of a better term, I knew what I was getting myself into. However, I feel like when he told me, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, like that's really cool. And like, I respected that about him. But it was when I told like my family and friends and seeing kind of their responses as Vince and I got more serious that I was kind of like getting in my head about it more. And I was like, oh, like this is like more serious. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not like anyone was like, oh, like don't marry him because, you know, but it was more so just like concern of what my lifestyle might look like. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think every like parent and friend and sister or whatever wants their loved one to have a partner who's home you know like Mm -hmm. and no one in my family is in the military so I think they just thought like worst case scenario you know so they kind of put that in my head and I remember like asking Vince which was I think kind of unfair of me but like like would you choose me (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. if it came down to it and he was like well first of all, I can't get out of the military. Like <laughs> I'm under contract. And he's like, second of all, like I love you so much. And in the same breath, like this is my dream, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I just thought that was so amazing that I like was dating someone who had such a big dream and passion from such a young age. So I feel like because of that, I've always just been very supportive Mm -hmm. and not worried too much about like the intricacies and like how difficult it was going to be. Um, but yeah, so I would say my first response supportive, but as time went on before we were actually married, I kind of got in my head and it was a little bit, a little more hesitant. Yeah. A little more anxious about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's like, you can never truly know what it's going to be like. It is, it has been so different from what I thought. Oh yeah. It was going to be like, well, especially because both of us, I mean, we married army guardsmen and they've been gone a lot. Some, 
I mean, even sometimes more than like active duty men have been gone. I know. And we should say this, that they, so yes, they're both in the army guard, but they have been to so many trainings that are not necessary. Yeah. Literally have probably been gone more than a lot of active active duty. Yeah. So like, and just for like, just clarification, when you're active duty, a lot of times you're moving every couple of years. Um, and so, and sometimes your husband deploys more because of that too. Um, whereas army guard, you're just doing well, supposedly, you're just doing one weekend a month, they're away, and then two weeks out of the year, they do annual training. So you have a civilian job and you're in the military, just for clarification. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good clarification. Because I didn't know anything about the military before I married Vince. Oh, me either. I still know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, when you get in a group of, like, seasoned wives, you're like, oh, I... I need to brush up on my lingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I literally know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second topic that we wanted to speak on was what in your life has prepared you to be a military spouse? Yeah. I literally put nothing. <laughs> I, like I, Chelsea, no preparation. <laughs> I feel like I had no prep. I feel like I was kind of just like thrown into the fire. Yeah. Um, it's probably for the best, you know, because you are, I always tell Haley this, you are more supportive than me. I feel like if I would have known what my life would have looked like, I would have put a big halt to that. Yeah. But because I've been thrown into the fire, I just, I've been able to be more supportive and just learn along the way. But anyway, like, I don't have a good answer for that. Sorry. You are a better one. You are very supportive. I think, you know, it's just everyone handles this lifestyle differently, you know? And I think for me, like, I've always been a very, up until I was married and even a couple years into my marriage, a very, like, codependent person. And so I think, like, even my in-laws were, like, pretty nervous about how I would handle this lifestyle. Like they're like, Ooh, we don't know like if she can handle it, you know? Um, because I was, I was, I was insecure. I was very codependent. Um, but I, so when I graduated high school, I graduated like six months early and I actually went to live with my aunt in Kansas and her husband was deployed, I believe to Afghanistan and he's done several deployments. Um, and so I just went to help her with her kids. She had three little kids. I think they were like five, three and one. So three Mm -hmm. little kids. And I got to see firsthand what it was like to have little kids and have your husband gone to a place where there was a lot of craziness and combat going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and watching my aunt, you know, I could tell that there were days that like were hard for her, but her kids would have never known it. Like she just put on such an amazing, like brave, face and she had such a great structure for her kids and I think it was just really good for me to see like okay you can be having a really hard time but you put your kids first and 
you know, I don't know. I just, I just hold her in like such a high regard. I think it was good for me to see that firsthand. So I think that kind of helped prep me in a way of what that scenario may look like for me in the future. Um, but I mean, I'm the same as you. I don't think like anything could really prep you. And I think just going through it and every single training you go through and every single time you spend time away from them really does just make you a stronger, more resilient person. Mm-hmm. And so I think just going through it is what really preps you for the next thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. But now see, your story was like way cooler than mine. Oh, I mean, not that I even had one at all. No, <laughs> no I like that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay. How has being a military wife helped you grow as a person? Okay. Literally in every way possible. Yeah. Like how you were saying that you were like, used to be like a more codependent person. I am still a very codependent person, (laughs) but being a military spouse and having David be gone so often, I have had to learn to be independent. Yeah. And I don't consider myself to be, but when I have to be, I can be. And it's kind of, I don't know. You just get... You just get to a place where it's like, oh, like, you know, the light bulb went out. Okay, I have to change that. Oh, yeah. this broke. Okay, I have to learn how to fix the toilet. Like, literally, you just you just have to learn how to figure it out. And you just do. Yeah. And so it's kind of nice because, you know, now I know, like, I can do taxes. And yeah. I know what to do when the car breaks down. And I, you know, I know how to... <laughs> turn the water off and like winterize the system. You know what I mean? Like just so many things that I would not know how to do. Yeah. If like, I just didn't have to. So anyway, uh, like what was the question? (laughs) It's just how have you grown as a person? (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I've become more independent. You're you're an adult now. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I became an adult. Thank you. Um, and also it's just shown me that like, I am just like a stronger person than I really think I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah, you have a it, lot more resiliency. Yes. Every single time David leaves, it doesn't get easier. Yeah. It is always hard. Yeah. But I always, you know, I always come out of it and I know I can do it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You're stronger and your relationship is typically stronger and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I think my, my answer was very similar. Um, just like more confidence in myself that I can do really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, learning how to problem solve. I also put paying the bills, learning how to fix things, mm-hmm. having to kill the bugs, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I think for me, just like more confidence in who I am and that I can do things that I can do anything that he can do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's what's helped me probably. Yeah. That's been my biggest growth piece, I think, is just more Mm self-confidence, which is such a blessing, honestly. But no, it really is. Yeah. Put through the fire though for it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next one. Um, We asked each other how the military has shaped our marriage and helped it grow. Um, I put that... Like every time we're apart is a trial, like if you will, you know, quote unquote a trial. Yeah. But we're always able to get through it. And 
being away from each other so often, like, or not even like so often, but just every time you're away from each other really puts things into perspective. Yeah. And so, you know, David can be like literally driving me crazy every single day of my life. But then the second he leaves, I am immediately missing him. Yeah. And it just kind of makes you realize that like the only thing in life that's important, like is your family. Yeah. Um, and then I put like, I don't know if like I'm answering this question very well, but I put that like every homecoming is kind of like a reset almost. And it's almost oh, yeah. like we've relived the honeymoon phase so many times. Yeah, totally. So that's super nice. But I think like the military has just made us stronger. Like we've gotten through so many crazy things together, which I hate to say that because again, it's like David is going through the crazy things, but he always tells me like how big of a support I am to him. Like when, like for instance, like when he was at basic training and he was going through just like such crazy hard things that like I can never relate to, but he always says like all my letters get him through, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's like, he's getting me through and I'm getting him through. Yeah, totally. It really is a team effort. And yeah, like while they're actually like experiencing those types of things firsthand, like we're here kind of having like secondhand trauma Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also we're continuing their life back home. And I think they really acknowledge and honor that. And that's, you know, my answer is similar to yours, but that was part of my answer was, I feel like Vince has really learned to appreciate me in different ways, especially Mm -hmm. as we've gone in, you know, more years in our marriage. Um, and he just knows that like back home, I am the person that he can trust to like continue his life forward. And that was even before we had kids, but especially now that we have kids, you know, I'm here pushing things along and making sure things get done. And I think he just really like honors and respects that. I just think we have so much more of a deeper respect for each other, Mm -hmm. what he's doing when he, when he's away and what I'm doing back home. And I don't know if we would have that same level of respect for each other, or maybe not as quickly, um, if we weren't a military family. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful answer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Much better than mine. Oh, I'm stop. like stuttering the, uh, the whole no, time. No, <laughs> well, it is midnight. So, you know, we do what we got to do. Um, what has been your hardest experience so far? Okay, well, I put down three. Okay. Um, and they're, it's kind of funny because they're all like leading up to what was actually the hardest. Okay. But first, I put basic training was yeah. super hard for me. It was yeah. just something that I had like never experienced before. Yeah. So I already touched on that. Then I put ranger school. Yeah. Ranger school was like, so ranger school is like a very intense military training. Yeah. David and Vince have both gone through it. They both passed it. Um, they've both gone through. Is it like two months long? It is. Depending on how long you have to stay. It's nine weeks because there are three phases and each phase is three weeks, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but what happens is you can get through the first phase and then you can get what's called recycled. Yeah. And basically that means that they just decided that you were not 
good enough or you didn't do something good enough in that phase and you have to go back and redo that phase over again. And so basically you have no contact during this um, training and you like never know if your spouse or partner or whatever is going to come home in the nine weeks or if they're going to stay for, (laughs) I've heard of people being at ranger school up to like six, Six eight months. months. I know. Because, and you can choose to come home at any time. Yeah. Mind you, like you can drop out and come home anytime, but there are people who will literally like put themselves (laughs) through it to get through. Yeah. For that long. Yeah. And so, yeah, ranger school was like, it was so crazy. So David, he got through the first phase of ranger school, ended up being recycled the first, so I shouldn't say he got through it, but anyway, he, you know, went through the first phase of ranger school, got recycled. Well, he got recycled during their like spring break. So he had to be held over for an additional three weeks before he could even restart because all of the instructors were taking their like spring or summer break or whatever. So we literally just, it was just like an additional three weeks of nothing. Yeah. And then he ended up obviously restarting over the whole entire thing. And then he went straight through. So, um, how many weeks is that? 12. Oh no, it'd be more than that because that'd be like 15 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. And like I said, you just, you have no contact. You have no idea when they're going to come home and it is very hard. They are getting very little sleep. They are eating nothing. (laughs) This is something I was thinking about earlier. Um, as I was thinking back to ranger school and reliving my trauma, um, you are not allowed to send them any, like any food or anything like that would remind them of home or anything. Not even a sliver of chocolate. Seriously. Nothing. You're not allowed to send them anything or else they'll get like severely punished. Yeah. The one thing you can send them is gum. Yes. Okay. So do you remember Haley that I had you package my package of gum to David? Yes. Okay. So you can send them gum and you want to send them the highest calorie gum there is, which if anyone's curious, isn't it juicy fruit? Yeah. Juicy fruit. Yeah. It's like (laughs) because they are literally consuming so little calories while they're at ranger school and they are like so fatigued that you want to send them like the highest calorie gum. They said he would go through like six pieces an hour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of gum. Okay. But I sent David this massive box of gum. He said he got it and they literally just threw it away. They were like, nope, you can't have this. Just threw it away. That's too much. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah you. It really depended on the ranger school instructor, whether they would let them keep extra stuff or not. I think Vince was able to keep all the gum I sent him, but I think I never quite sent him enough because I was scared that he was going to get in trouble it's because they really risky. scare you. Yeah. 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 But so it's intense yeah so I put ranger school that one that one is like a beast of its own and you had just had a baby right or you were pregnant no oh Oh, yes I just had Rowan yeah you just had Rowan right I'm not me knowing your story better than you literally (laughs) I've probably literally buried that trauma yeah Yeah, Rowan was six months old yeah when David left yeah it's rough so yeah yep that was um very rough and anyway yeah that one's a hard one the one I think had to have been the hardest for me was selection. Yeah. And basically selection is where they go to 
she basically tried to be selected to be a Green Beret. <laughs> Can you articulate that? Any no, better? yeah. I mean, a Green Beret is just a member of the Special Forces. And so you go to selection. And from selection, if you are selected, then you go to an 18-month course or longer, depending on your job, to actually be a Green Beret, which is a Special Forces member. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. So I think that one was personally the hardest for me. I'm not sure why that one is only 21 days. So you wouldn't think it, you know, is like anything crazy. Again, it's funny because all of these ones I'm mentioning, you have no contact. Yeah. So that adds like a whole other element to things when you have no contact. Um, but that one selection is brutal though. Ranger school is brutal too, but I think with Ranger school, just being able to send them things makes you feel like you're helping them. Whereas selection, you cannot do anything for them, but just like hope and pray. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure why that one was so hard for me. I think it was because it was a few months after I had Ivy and my postpartum anxiety was really, really bad. And so to be alone and then to be like thinking about David, it was just, it was really mentally hard on me. Yeah. That one. So I think that's my hardest, but yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. No selection is no joke. Um, I think for me, (laughs) so as you can tell, Vince has also done all of the trainings that David has done. So all of those were so challenging for me as well. I think what takes the cake though was um, Vince was going to his officer training. So this is right after he graduated um, from college. They go to their officer training and his was, I think about five months long and it was in Georgia, but I couldn't go with him. Um, and so I decided to take a job down in St. George. So he was living in Georgia. I was living in St. George. I was a full-time student and I had just taken on a job to manage a hair salon down in St. George. So I'm getting ready to go down to St. George and I cannot find any housing. Okay. Can't find any housing. So I decide to rent out a trailer. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. It's just so crazy (laughs) that you went through this. I know. So I'm, and so anyway, so I'm living in a trailer park and it's cheap rent, you know, and it's a very different place to live. There's a different culture about it. It was carpet on the walls. There was carpet on the walls. The walls were carpeted. (laughs) Okay. So I have me and bruiser, my dog, my bull terrier. And I am so sick. I've only been there for two weeks and I'm so sick and I'm in denial that I could possibly be pregnant. But I told myself when I was six days past my period that I was just going to take a Dollar Tree test because if I was really pregnant, the Dollar Tree test would work. Well, sure enough, I walk into my trailer, I take my pregnancy test and it is like the two darkest lines. Like you, yeah, there's no mistaking it. Like I'm very pregnant And I don't even process it before I call Vince and I'm like, what are you doing? You need to sit down. He's like, I'm at the gym. I'm like, well, you need to sit down because I'm pregnant. Like that's literally how I told him. (laughs) And I kid you not, you guys, him and I barely spoke two words to each other for the next few weeks. We were both just so in shock and could not believe that I was pregnant. We were, you know, it was not planned. We were living like an entire country apart. I was 
living in conditions that were probably not the best. Um, and it just was so stressful. So he was gone from August to December. And then he had a two week break to come home before he started ranger school. And he went into ranger school. Well, both of us went in knowing that he more than likely was not making it back for our daughter's birth. And if he was going to make it back, he had a 15% chance to make it back one five. And so that was so stressful for me. And then, um, COVID broke out. So I was due with Vivi April of 2020 COVID broke out. And so there was that. And then we had an earthquake in Utah and I literally thought my life was ending. You guys like that sounds so dramatic, but I was just like so pregnant with my first baby, you know, had as much support as people could give me. But then with COVID, like we were all so scared. And so then I couldn't have any physical support and I wasn't sure if Vince was going to make it home and I had no contact with him to tell him about COVID and what was happening with the grocery stores and just everything. And I was, I was actually scared. Yeah. So I think that was my hardest. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot. It's so funny. I'm like over here biting my tongue the whole time when you're yeah. talking about like COVID and the earthquake, because I was also pregnant at that time. I was oh, yeah. very newly pregnant with Rowan. Yeah. And David was, I don't even know what training he was at, but he was at some training. And I remember the morning that the earthquake happened and I just... I was also, I was so, so sick and was just like dying at home and the earthquake happened. And I remember just being like, nope, I'm going to my mom's. Yeah. I just need, I just need my mom right now. And yeah, (laughs) my parents actually were like so scared because there were rumors that they were going to like shut down borders. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, you can't have a baby by yourself. And then the earthquake happened and they literally were like, we are coming to get you. And I was just like, I can't go to Vegas. Like I have to stay where my doctor is. And like, what if Vince can come home? Like I need to be here. You know, it just Mm -hmm. was so like (laughs) stressful. And I think everyone was trying to figure out how to navigate that time in general. But then me just like not having Vince there and being pregnant, it just was yeah. Yeah. That oh was gosh. that by far took the cake for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Um the only other thing I have to say though since then that's been the hardest is watching Vivi miss him. Yeah. My daughter is going to be 4 in April and watching her miss her dad when he leaves is really heartbreaking for me and it's heartbreaking for him and yeah, that is really tough. It's sad because they're not old enough to like truly understand Yeah, and they're not old enough to understand like timelines. Time. So you say, you know, he'll be gone a month or whatever and they just don't. They don't get get it. it, Yeah. Okay. So, um, now we'll get into the questions that were submitted. So thank you. If you submitted a question, we really kind of struggled to get some questions. I know we were like, come (laughs) on, everybody, you can do it anonymously. Here's an anonymous link. Ask us some questions. Yeah. But we actually got a decent amount. We did. And honestly, it's like, we can't expect too much. Like, it's not like we have this ginormous following, but (laughs) you know, we appreciate those who did submit questions. Yeah. These questions are kind of funny, but first question someone just asks, do you regret it? Do we regret it? (laughs) Every day. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I would have to say no. <laughs> I don't oh. regret it. <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I think no, only because I just like can't imagine the person I would be without it. Um, that probably sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Like, I just feel like the person that I was before to where I'm at now, maybe I could get to where I was now, but it would have taken me more time. I think I was pretty emotionally immature when Vince and I got married at 20 years old. I just, you know, didn't have much life experience. And then seeing how I am now, I'm just, I personally don't regret it because I'm really proud of who I am and what I've gone through to get to where I am. And so I do not regret it, but that was a really funny question. Such an optimist. (laughs) (laughs) And we already heard Chelsea. She regrets it every day. Sorry, David. (laughs) All right. Next question. Did you grow up thinking you'd be a military wife or did it just happen? Oh, it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. I had no like fantasy of becoming a military wife at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's actually like my worst nightmare, but yeah, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Okay. This next one, sorry, I'm reading them all. Do you want to read? No, one? you're good. Okay. Well, this next one was submitted by none other than Vince Miller himself. <laughs> and the question is, who are y'all's Jodies? And if you don't know, which no one knows, unless yeah. you are in the military, a Jody is a term for the man who takes care of your wife when you are deployed. So basically your wife is. So basically my Jody is Chelsea. Yeah. Not a man, but Chelsea's who takes care of me. Right. The answer is we're each other's Jodies. So I'm your competition, Vince. <laughs> okay. The next one is how much of a heads up do you get before your husband gets called on duty or before you have to move? And I feel like we kind of answer this in the way of, I think this question was a little bit more geared towards active duty um, Mm -hmm. families because we haven't moved around um, and typically you don't when you're in the National Guard. Um, However, um, getting called on duty, I mean, like we've said, our husbands have gone on lots of military trainings and it really just depends. The timeline is so different. Like there have been most of the time I know like a couple of months in advance, but there have been times where we weren't sure whether he was actually going to a training until literally the day of. So we would be prepping for this particular training and then he actually wouldn't go because of some admin error or whatever. It's always the paperwork issues. Always the paperwork issues. But I've got to say like, during 2020 again when I was pregnant that it was during the um Black Lives Matter like the riots Mm -hmm. and I just remember like my day was just it was just a normal day and I remember David coming home from the gym and saying I have to leave in an hour he hopped in the shower shaved his head and he left and he just got on a plane to DC for the riots and that was also something that I just packed away into my trauma bin yeah I cried Um, when you when you told me (laughs) Haley brought me Cafe Rio that day and Vince mowed my lawn that's true yeah (laughs) I literally cried tears for you because I was just like how is it fair that you get one hour to say goodbye to your husband before they're leaving and going into an actual dangerous situation. I know. And that didn't turn out to be actually, it, I mean, it was dangerous. It wasn't like crazy, crazy, but it was still, it was, 
it was like the most scary, like sporadic thing that's ever yeah, happened. Yeah, because you don't know yeah. what's so, going to happen. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. It's just so different. It's like sometimes your husband just comes home from the gym and shaves his head and leaves. And then <laughs> sometimes you have months to prepare, you know? Yeah. Know. So just just depends. It's just all different. Um, next question is, if you could change your husband's job from military to civilian, would you? Uh my answer to this is, I don't know. Our husbands are in the guard again. So most of the time they have a civilian job. And then like Haley said earlier, they just do like drill weekend once a month. Um, David, however, is actually active guard, which means he actually works for the military. Like that is his full-time job. Yeah. Um, and no, I wouldn't change it. I like him to have a job that he's happy doing. And he, you know, I've had him or while I've been married to him, he's done sales jobs and other things that he's just hated. So I am much happier with him having like a military job that he enjoys. Yeah. And Vince is like on his way to that same path that David's doing or something along the same lines. And so, and I would also agree, like, no, I wouldn't change it really for anything or for any like amount of money because I just feel like having your spouse really love what they're doing is so important and I can tell the difference in my life, in my marriage, mm-hmm. um, in Vince's happiness when he's doing something that he's passionate about. So no, I definitely would not change it. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what is the hardest part about your husband deploying? Sorry, I skipped that question. I always okay. skip questions. I got you. No one would ever know, but you just told them. So he's so annoyed. <laughs> um, for me, the hardest part with David being gone is I just fall into loneliness like day of, yeah, like, really quickly, and so it's just like being lonely is the yeah. hardest part for me. But loneliness is not fun. No. Yeah, I feel like mine is similar. Just like not just knowing that there isn't someone to kind of come to your aid at the end of the day, someone to decompress with. And then obviously with me, like having kids now, it's just like, you don't get help with bedtime or dinner or any of those things. Like you're just on your own for literally 24 seven. Yeah. It's very daunting to like not have anyone come save you at the end of the day. Yeah. Basically when you're just, yeah, doing it all on your own. Yeah. It's It's hard. hard. Yeah. Um, next one, what is the most helpful thing a friend can do while your husband is deployed? And for me, I think, like I said, I fall into loneliness really quickly and easily. So I like to just be busy Yeah. while David is gone. So if, you know, people ask me to hang out or do things, or I love to have people come over or just whatever, you know, Yeah. I just like people to spend time with me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like I'm similar. I think just having people acknowledge that, hey, like what you're doing is really hard and like be validating for me, you know, and then just offering to spend time with me or take my kids for an hour so I can have some time by myself. Like that's probably the most helpful thing. The problem is, is I never accept the help. Yeah, it's hard to accept <laughs> the help. It's hard to accept the help because I have friends that offer to help me with my kids every single time. And every time I'm like, no, 
it's okay. Let's just do a play date. And it's like, I'm hoping that I can get better at accepting people's help because I think people want to help Mm -hmm. and I'm just not very good at letting them do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Is it annoying when people say, oh, I could never do that? Okay. Honestly, I have been many times I've been annoyed by this. Yeah. Statement. Yeah. Um, People mean it with good intention. They're trying to say like, oh, you're so strong. Like you're a special person because you can do that and support your husband in that way. Right. (laughs) I just, we're not special. No, (laughs) honestly, like not at all. I, yeah, I do get annoyed by this statement. I get annoyed when people ask me like, how do you do that? Because I'm, I'm literally just like, what do you mean? I just, live my life and wake up the next day and one day he comes home. You know what I mean? It's just like, and it does annoy me because I'm like, I am nothing special and you actually could do it too. If I can do it, you can do it. So yes, I know people come from a good place. This is like the same response I have when people like say that when they find out that I've done like an unmedicated birth, Mm -hmm. it's like the same response. I'm like, well, you could do it. Like you absolutely could do it. Like (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea, (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's it's men with good intent. And if you've ever said this to me, I do not hold any ill will because I know it's men with good intent. But I don't quite know what is so triggering about people asking me that. But I just think it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, you would do it too if it made sense for your life. Mm-hmm. It's you know? probably because people only ask or only say that or ask that question when you're like, deep in the trenches yeah that's true of it and you're just like okay so (laughs) all right this is just well that wasn't helpful yeah (laughs) yeah it's just not a helpful thing to say yeah that's probably why um let's see how often does your husband leave and for how long and I mean just I don't even know what to say yeah it just varies yeah so you know sometimes they do a two-week training once a year and sometimes they do six trainings a year and sometimes it's one that's six months long like it's just it really just varies I don't know yeah and you never know really what that year is going to bring so it's always fun it's a fun surprise surprise. (laughs) all right um are military benefits as good as they say they are I think so. I think so. I What I always will say, though, is if someone's getting into the military for the benefits, oh, my gosh, don't do that. Please don't do that. Like, not worth it. But I think if you have a passion for the military and it's something you want to do, the benefits are just that. They are benefits to the job. Um, So I never would encourage someone to do it because of the benefits. But, yeah, I mean, they have some awesome benefits you know that you get like housing allowance granted this is not something that all people in the guard get this is when you are on active duty orders um but yeah like you can get like housing allowance and your your health insurance is free you know like there's there's some amazing things but do I feel like it makes up for all the difficult things no but are they amazing benefits yes yes do it for the Cafe Rio discount. Oh, yeah. We can't forget the military discounts. We get discounts at Lululemon, Cafe Rio, Stanley. Did you know that? I didn't know that until recently. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm not really a big Dang Stanley it. person, but I do have friends that 
like Stanley. So I'm like, if I'm going to get them a Stanley Cup, you better believe I'm going to use my military discount. Yeah. 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 The benefits are good. They are. Okay. Do you get scared at night when they're gone? Yeah. I'm hiring a babysitter for myself. <laughs> a night nanny for a you? A night nanny for me. <laughs> Maybe a security so guard. I'm taking applications. <laughs> I don't know. Do you get scared? You know, I, I, I have gotten scared for sure. Um, but I don't really, I think, you know, I have a dog and I think my dog is kind of scary. Like he's so nice to people, but like if you came in my house and he does not know you and he could tell because of his intuitiveness that you were not supposed to be there, I would be scared if I were you. Um, but not only that, but he bar, he would bark at you. So it would allow me time to prepare, you know, for that sort of a situation. But honestly, no, I don't really get scared at night. I am pretty, pretty chill. I actually love my nights. That's like my one thing that when Vince is gone, I actually really enjoy my nights because as a mom, it's time that I get to unwind doing what I want to do. Weekends on the other hand, really suck and are hard. Yes. Weekends (laughs) are the hardest, but yeah. Okay. Okay. How many days does it take for you to really miss your husband when he leaves? Chelsea's like, days or minutes? <laughs> I, I miss my husband before he's gone. I, I yeah. literally was telling Haley the other day, I was like, I get to the point where if, you know, I know he's leaving and we've been like anticipating it for a long time. I get to the point about three days before he leaves where I'm like, I just need you gone yeah. so that we can like start the countdown to you coming home. Yeah. I miss my husband always. But. Yeah. And I don't want to like come across rude because <laughs> <laughs> I of course miss Vince every day that he's gone. But I will say the really like deep like yearning and like need for him to come home if he's going to be gone for like an extended period of time I would say really sets in around the two-week mark for me I feel like (laughs) Chelsea so shocked I feel like it's at that point where my like fight or flight responses have worn off and I'm like oh like this is really hard. Mm -hmm. And so of course, during that time, it's like, I miss his presence, Mm -hmm. but it's like when that mark hits, it's when I really miss his help and like just Mm -hmm. our partnership and, you know, so yeah, that's usually when it really settles in for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. (laughs) Yeah. But I miss you all the time, Vince. So Chelsea's so appalled by my answer. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was our last question. Thank you so much for listening. This is a long one, but thank you for listening. If you've made it all the way to the end. Um, If you want, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at twoblondes.onepod. And uh, please give us a rate and review. A good one, please. If you love us, give us a rate and review. If you didn't like us, just move on. It's fine. (laughs) We're not for everyone. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we hope you guys have a great day and a great week. And we will talk to you next Monday. Bye. Bye.